ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارحام ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان خير الكلام كلام الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه واله وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار بلاد مسلمز the subject of the science of the last hour is very very important Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said describing the best of the best the messengers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he said وَذْكُرْ عِبَادَنَا إِبْرَاهِيمَ وَإِسْحَاقَ وَيَعْقُوبَ أُولِي الْأَيْدِي وَالْأَبْصَارِ إِنَّا أَخْلَصْنَاهُمْ بِخَالِصَةٍ ذِكْرَ الدَّارِ وَإِنَّهُمْ عِنْدَنَا لَمْنَ الْمُصْطَفَيْنَ الْأَخْيَارِ And remember, and he mentioned some of the names of the prophets. Ibrahim, Ishaq, and Ya'qub, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala described them. أُولِي الْأَيْدِي وَالْأَبْصَارِ Meaning people who possess power, strength, that is physical strength, and basira, which is the inner uh, knowledge and the inner uh, strength and then he mentioned after that we have distinguished them from other people by one very very important quality what is this quality? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying the constant remembrance of the hereafter when we talk about the signs of the last hour, this is part of our belief in the day of judgment and part of our belief in the resurrection. And it is very important. And this is something that distinguishes the believer from the non-believer that this belief exists and firmly settles in the heart of every Muslim. And if you remember the ayat uh, about which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala quotes uh, the, the saying of the dwellers of paradise, they say to each other, they say that قَالُوا إِنَّا كُنَّا قَبْلُ فِي أَهْلِنَا مُشْفِقِينَ فَمَنَّ اللَّهُ عَلَيْنَا وَوَقَانَ عَذَابَ السَّمُونَ We used to be when we were living amongst our families, our, our, amongst our relatives, we were mushfiqeen, fearful. Fearful from what? Fearful from 
the fact that we are going to stand before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that there is some day that is called a judgment day and there is a resurrection after life and these people lived with their hearts filled with fear from that day or and from the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala فَمَنَّ اللَّهُ عَلَيْنَا وَوَقَانَا عَذَابَ السَّمُونَ As a result, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has graced us by saving us from the hellfire. So this is a necessary part of the life of every Muslim. The constant remembrance of the hereafter and the fact that we are going to stand before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also said in some other place, وَالَّذِينَ يُؤْتُونَ مَا آتَوْا وَقُلُوبُهُمْ وَجِلَةٌ أَنَّهُمْ إِلَىٰ رَبِّهِمْ رَاجِعُونَ Those who do what they, whatever they do of righteous deeds with their hearts filled of fear because they are to return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When we talk about the signs of the last day, we talk about the closeness of that awesome and great day and uh, the purpose and it is very important for us to understand why we talk about this uh, subject the purpose is for those who are heedless to be alerted to be alarmed and for those who are fast asleep to wake up and for those who are turning away from the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to come back. This is the purpose. And this is something that we need to keep in our mind. It is not, we are not like storytellers. We are telling just stories about what's going to happen, what happened, and all these things. The purpose is, should be very clear in our mind. It is for our life to change on light of the fact that we are going to uh, be resurrected and that there is a judgment day. When a, when a man asked Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and this is recorded by Imam Bukhari, and it is uh, from the narration of Anas radiallahu anhu. A man came to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and asked him, O oh, Rasulullah, when is the last hour? He wants to know the time which marks the end of the life of this world. You want just a simple answer. When is it? And what did Rasulullah say? What have you prepared for it? Because it is not important for you to know the specified time of the end of the life of this world. What have you done for it? What have you prepared for it? And this is something that we need to keep in mind when we are talking about the last hour. We are not calling people to freeze their businesses, to freeze their life, to freeze everything and sit and await for the Mahdi. They say from now on there is no da'wah activities, we are waiting for the Mahdi to come and we are going to follow him. This is not what Islam is all about. When Rasulullah said, إِذَا قَامَتِ السَّاعَةِ if the hour is established, if the last hour is established and in the hand of one of you is a small tree, let him plant it. You don't say that, oh, the hour is taking place 
and there is no time for it. No, you do it because the most important part of this knowledge is what is what is it going to do for your life, for your behavior, for your relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, for your relationship with other people. Because if this knowledge exists in our hearts, then it must necessarily reflect on our behavior towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and towards other people. The other very important point I would like to make is that no one, not a prophet, not an angel, knows the specified time of the last uh, hour. No one. And this is clearly mentioned in the book of Allah and the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam. So all what we are talking about are signs that shows that we are close. And they are signs, minor signs, and they are major signs. And what is different about the major signs that that we are very, very close, very near. And some of these signs, the, yani, they are like uh, the Prophet وسلم, like, uh, like the beads of a necklace that is cut off. How they fall after each other, how they drop after, immediately after each other. This is how quickly these signs are going to follow each other. Now, what are these signs, the major signs of the hereafter? The scholars said that Rasulullah had mentioned these signs in the following hadith. Rawal Imam Muslim in Hudayfat ibn Sayyid al-Ghutari, Radhi Allahu anhu qal, Ittala'a al-Nabiyu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam alayna wa nahnu natadakar. Faqala ma tadakaroon, qalu nazkuru al-sa'a, qala innaha lan taqoom al-sa'a, حتى تروا قبلها عشر آيات فذكر الدخان الإمام مسلم رحمه الله narrated that the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said that Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وسلم once saw us discussing something and he said what are you discussing they said we are discussing the matter of the last hour and this is again another evidence that shows that the Sahaba radiallahu anhum used to sit and talk about the hereafter and the signs of the hereafter. And this is very important. One time Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was admonishing the Sahaba about the Dajjal and he mentioned so much about them that they thought he is very in, in, in a place that is very close by, very, very near to them. And they were afraid from what Rasulullah has told them. So it is a matter that stays with us uh, in, uh, and, and help us in handling our affairs, you see, and conducting our businesses in this life. If the person does not have that belief in the hereafter and does not have the belief in the judgment Day. How could a person persevere against the harm that comes to him from other people? How could a person be generous and give up something or give away some part of his wealth? Uh, and what, what is going to motivate him to be good and to maintain a very uh, disciplined character? So Rasulullah said, what are you discussing? They said, we are discussing the 
uh, last hour. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that the last hour is not going to be established before ten signs. Now these ten signs, the scholars say that they are the major signs. The first is a dukhan, the smoke. The second is a dajjal. The third is a dabba, which is the beast. And the fourth is the rise of the sun from the east. The rise of the sun from the west. Okay. That is the place where it sets usually. And the fifth is the descent of Jesus, son of Mary. And the sixth is Ya'juj and Ma'juj, or what they call uh, uh, Gag and Megag. And Wasalazatu uh, Khusuf, three earth sinking. You see where the earth sinks and swallow whatever upon its surface. One in the east, one in the west, and one in the Arabian uh, Peninsula. And the last of these signs is a fire that gathers the people to sham the place of their gathering. And this gathering is different than the day of gathering on the day of resurrection because this takes place in the life of this world. Now, regarding the sequence of these signs, the scholar says that these are not in the actual sequence. Because there are some other ahadith in which Rasulullah has mentioned these very ten signs in a different sequence. But we know certain things that come after each other. Like for example, we know that uh, Isa comes after Mahdi. We know that Jal comes after, uh, uh, after Mahdi. And Isa comes after the Jal and Mahdi. And we know that there are two twins, major signs, twin. If one of them appears, the second would appear immediately. And that is both the rising of the sun from the west and the beast. So these are uh, together. And then we have uh, uh, Mark and uh, uh, Gag and Magog. So Gag and Magog, uh, and then yani the, the things. there are certain signs which we don't know their exact place or order or when does it exactly come before what and after what but this does not matter what matters is that these are part of the major uh, major uh, signs and the, the, the first of these major signs is the the jal and uh, we are going to talk, address this subject with details, insha'Allah, independently. It's going to be tomorrow. And after that comes the Ya'juj wa Ma'juj, which is one major uh, sign. And you have to understand, we are in a time, the time of Ya'juj and Ma'juj is a time when tribulations are following each other. They are coming in succession. As soon as one finishes, the other uh, comes and this is the case of Ya'juj and Ma'juj because as soon as the people feel the relief from finishing the greatest uh, from finishing the greatest tribulation in the life of this world which is the tribulation of Ad-Dajjal 
Al-Fitna that is similar to its Bidajjan uh, in its severity appears and that is Ya'juj Ma'juj As a matter of fact when Isa ibn Maryam, Jesus son of Mary would, would be uh, uh, telling his followers of the believers at that time about their ranks in Jannah because whoever is saved from the fitna of Dajjal is really saved and he is from the dwellers of Jannah so when Isa والسلام, would be telling them about their ranks in Jannah he received a revelation from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that take my servants to Attur so seek shelter in the mount Attur because uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allowed the uh, uh, guard and mega to come out because they were imprisoned they, 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 there is a, a barrier between them and the rest of the world that they cannot really penetrate and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has revealed upon uh, Isa alayhi salatu wasalam that go seek shelter in the mount Attur because I ha have allowed this to to uh, appear or to penetrate there that uh, great dam or that great uh, barrier that Dhul Qarnain has uh, built and these people are people that no one can defeat no one can defeat now have the uh, uh, has there been any mention in the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala about Ya'juj or Ma'juj and the answer that there are two places in the Quran where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions Ya'juj and Ma'juj and I'm going to read these, uh, uh, these uh, two places Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says and this is in Surah Al-Kahf ayah number 93 حَتَّى إِذَا بَلَغَ بَيْنَ السَّدَّيْنِ وَجَدَ مِنْ دُونِهِمَا قَوْمًا لَا يَكَادُونَ يَفْقَهُونَ قَوْلًا until when he reached between two mountains he found uh, before them a people who scarcely understand or understood a word he meaning Dhul Qarnayn قَالُوا يَا ذَلْ قَرْنَيْنِ إِنَّ يَأْجُوجَ وَمَأْجُوجَ مُفْسِدُونَ فِي الْأَرْضِ فَهَلْ نَجْعَلُ لَكَ خَرْجًا عَلَىٰ أَنْ تَجْعَلَ بَيْنَنَا وَبَيْنَهُمْ سَدَّةً They said, O Dhul Qarnayn, truly, God and Magad are doing great mischief in the land Shall we then pay you a tribute in order that you might erect a barrier between us and them قال ما مكني فيه ربي خير فأعينوني بقوة أجعل بينكم وبينهم رزمة He said that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has granted me of power is better for me so help me with some labor strength I will erect between you and them a barrier أعطوني سبب الحديد حتى إذا ساوى بين الصدفين قال انفخوا حتى إذا جعله نارا قال آتوني أفرغ عليهم قطرة Give me blocks of iron Then when he had filled up the gap between the two mountains uh, Two mountain cliffs He said blow till when he made fire He said bring me molten copper to pour over it فنستطاعوا أن يظهروه ومستطاعوا له نقوى he made a strong, a very fortified 
barrier that they were not able to penetrate or pierce uh, so that uh, Gog and Magog were made powerless to scale it or to dig through it they were not able to go beyond this barrier that Dhul Qarnayn has uh, built Zulqarnayn said, this is a mercy from my Lord, but when the promise of my Lord comes, he shall level it down to the ground, and the promise of my Lord is ever true. This is one place where uh, Ya'juj and Ma'juj have been mentioned, and the second place is in Surah Al-Anbiya, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, says حتى إذا فتحت يأجوج ومأجوج وهم من كل حد من ينسلون until when Gog and Magog are let loose that is from their uh, barrier and they swiftly swarm from every mound واقترب الوعد الحق and the true promise that is the promise of the day of resurrection has drawn very clear فإذا هي شاخصة أبصار الذين كفروا and uh, on, on, on the day that is describing the, the condition of the people on the day of judgment that their sights will be fixedly staring from or out of horror Ya waylana qad kunna fi ghaflatin min hadha bal kunna zalimin people will say regretfully woe to us we were indeed heedless of this no but we were zalimun that is Wrongdoer. So these are the two places where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned uh, Ya'juj wa Ma'juj and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ha, has warned against their existence, their, uh, against them. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said in the hadith which is recorded by Imam Bukhari and Imam Muslim, La ilaha illallah, there is no God worthy of worship but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Wailun lil Arabi min sharrin qad ikhtarab. Woe to the Arab from an evil that is drawing very close said, a hole this much Rasulullah circled between his index and thumb he circled between them and he said that a hole this big has been opened or digged out in the barrier of Ya'juj and Ma'juj. And listen to the question now of uh, Zainab uh, anha. She asked Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Ya Rasulullah, anahliku wa fina salihun? Are we going to be destroyed while there are some uh, good people or righteous people live amongst us? Now she understood that the fact that they are going to come out and that the fact that this much of their barrier has been opened, this, uh, this uh, big hole has been opened, this means the destruction of the other uh, people or the rest of the world. And this is why she asked Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, are we going to be destroyed while there are still some righteous people amongst us? And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Naam, إِذَا كَثُرَ الْخَدَعِ Yes, if the evil becomes widely spread. 
and this is a very severe warning a very severe warning that when the people who are righteous become less in number then the whole people are threatened, uh, uh, threatened by the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that righteousness by itself is not enough rather the person in order for him to be saved in this life and hereafter he must call other people to righteousness and he must he, he must keep in reforming and calling other people to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so because if the people see the evil and keep quiet and the evil keeps spreading then everybody will be destroyed the good and the bad the evil and the righteous all of them will be destroyed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said and this is recorded by Imam Ahmad and Al-Hakim that إِذَا ظَهْرَ السُّوءُ فِي الْأَرْضِ أَنزَلَ اللَّهُ بَأْسَهُ بِأَهْلِ الْأَرْضِ when the evil becomes widespread on earth Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shall send down his punishment upon all the dwellers of the earth وَإِنْ كَانَ فِيهِمْ قَوْمٌ صَالِحُونَ يُصِيبُهُمْ وَأَصَابَهُمْ ثُمَّ يَرْجِعُونَ إِلَىٰ رَحْمَةِ اللَّهِ وَمَغْفِرَةِ If amongst all these people there are some righteous people Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will destroy them along with the others but when they are resurrected they will be encompassed by the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his forgiveness so they will die and they will be resurrected according to their uh, deeds but still uh, in order for a person to be saved he should not only be righteous rather he should be engaged in the business of saving others from the hellfire and calling others to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala now who are these people are they people are they humans are you are they another species what kind of people or what kind of creation are Ya'juj and Ma'juj and we know as Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has informed as we understood from some of the hadith that they are human beings human beings but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave them certain characteristics like they are very huge in number very huge in number and very huge in number and I'll mention the hadith in which you see their huge number يقول روى الشيخان البخاري المسلم they have recorded that أبو سعيد الخضر رضي الله عنه said that the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said يقول الله عز وجل يوم القيامة يا آدم فيقول لبيك ربنا وسعديك فيقول فينادي بصوت إن الله يأمرك أن تخرج من ذريك بعثا إلى النار Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will call on the day of judgment O Adam and Adam will say Here I am Allah ready to serve and then he will call with a voice that Allah commands you to separate the share of the hellfire from your descendants to separate the share of the hellfire قال يا رب وما بعث النار Who are the share of the hellfire that is from my descendants قال من كل ألف 
تسع تسعمائة وتسعة وتسعون that from every one from the descendant of Muhammad of Adam عليه الصلاة والسلام they go to the hellfire and one person will go to from all the descendants of Adam alayhi salatu wasalam 999 people will go to the hellfire and one person will go to Jannah. This is in Bukhari and Muslim. And this felt very hard upon the companions of Rasulullah And imagine people whose main concern is salvation in the hereafter. Their main concern is to be saved. Their main concern is to, to go Jannah and be protected from the hellfire and they listen from the messenger of Allah that from the descendants of Adam 999 will go to hellfire while one person will be saved and be in, in paradise. And when uh, Rasulullah said this, he said this is a day on which the pregnant women will deliver its Lord on the day uh, of resurrection. Allah says, Ya ayyuhal nasu attaqu rabbakum inna zalzalata al-sa'ati shay'un a'zim yawma tarawnaha tazhalu kullu murdi'atin amma arba'at wa tada'u kullu thati hamlin hamlaha. All mankind, be conscious of your Lord for the quake of the last hour is something that is very awesome. Very great. On the day when you witnesses, every nursing mother will forget her nursing baby. And every pregnant woman shall deliver its Lord. And you'll see people as if they are drunk. Yet they are not drunk. But dreadful is the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Fearful is the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. On this day, when they, when the, the, this happened when Allah tells to Adam separate the share of the hellfire from your descendants this is when the pregnant woman will deliver a slot and the, uh, the nursing woman will uh, forget about her nursing uh, baby and also it is a day on which Yashibul Walid as Rasulullah that the, the hair of the baby will turn gray out of the horror and terrible condition of that day. So the Sahaba radiallahu felt it very hard. فَقَالَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وسلم, To soothe their pain and to elevate that hard feeling that they had. That from gang, uh, gang and near gang, 991 people and from you one person. So 999 from uh, Gag and Megar will go to the hellfire and one from Umar Muhammad will be saved. So see their percentage as uh, compared with the uh, Ummah Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam. Then Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, I surely hope that you will be one-fourth of the dwellers of paradise. And they, they made it appear, they say, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. And then he said, I surely hope that you are one-third of the people of paradise. Then in the final stage, he said, I surely hope that you are one-half of the 
dwellers of paradise. So he gave them very, very good news. We have mentioned about, you see their, uh, their number, they are huge in number, and now we'll talk about the, how they are going to be destroyed. They are huge. Uh, creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who when they come out of their imprisonment they will cover all the earth and the Muslims will be protected in the castles uh, uh, or certain places and as you heard also that Isa alayhi salatu wasalam will take his followers to and seek shelter in the mountain of uh, Atur they are so many in numbers that some of them pass a river and start drinking from it and the rest of them when they come they find that river dry and they say that once upon the time there was a river here so they are in huge numbers now uh, these people after they defeat all the people of the earth except those who are uh, protected in some shelters they say we have defeated the people of the earth and we want to fight the dwellers of the heaven and they direct their spears and uh, uh, arrows to the heavens and they shoot against the heavens and as, as a fitna for them trial for them Allah will allow these arrows to come back with blood in them and these people will feel very puffed up very uh, arrogant that now we are uh, dominant you see in on earth and in the heavens this is a hadith that is uh, recorded by Imam Ahmad and Al-Hakim and Ibn Najah and Ibn Hibban and in it it mentions how they will be destroyed إذ يبعث الله إذ فيقولون قد قتلنا أهل السماء فبينما هم كذلك إذ بعث الله دواب كنغف الجراد فتأخذ بأعقنافهم فيموتون موت الجراد يركب بعضهم بعضا that on a stage on a, on a, uh, you see at the time when they are very proud of themselves they feel very uh, arrogant and uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will send worms, worms at their necks that kill all of them as if they were one person. See, the, the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in destroying the tyrants and those who are arrogant. These people thought that their numbers are everything in this world. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has destroyed them with the most insignificant thing, with a worm. Worms that came to them, attacked them in their necks, and killed them as though they were one person. The Muslims will hear no sound or sign of life on earth while they are you see away or uh, uh, with the Isa who is there who will sacrifice himself 
and see what did they do what, what happened to Yajuj uh, or Majuj and this is considered a very great sacrifice because this person is most probably going to be killed by them فَيَنزِلُ مِنْهُمْ رَجُلٌ وَقْفَنَ نَفْسَهُ عَلَىٰ أَنْ يَقْتُلُوهُ A person from them who would uh, believe that he is going to be killed for sure will go to check or sense what's going on in the world okay and he will find that all of them are dead and he will call them أَلَا أَبْشِرُوا فَقَدْ هَلَكَ عَدُوُكُمْ فَيَخْرُجُ النَّاسِ وَيُخْلُونَ سَبِيلَ مَوَاشِيهِمْ فَمَا يَكُونُ لَهُمْ رَعْيٌ إِلَّا بِحُومُهُمْ فَتَشْكَرُوا عَلَيْهَا كَأَحْسِنِ مَا شَكَرَتْ عَلَى نَبَاتِ الْأَرْضِ This person will come back to Isa alayhi salatu wassalam and his follower and he will tell them have the good news these people are now dead and they will release their cattle because they kept some cattle with them and they will eat from their meat and whatever from their ruin and they will become so fat from this it will be a better better to them than even the pasturing from the vegetation of the earth now it's very important thing to note here that these people are killed by the merit and the blessings of the, the prayers of the Muslims led by Isa alayhi salatu wassalam so this is a lesson in how effective the weapon of prayer it is the most effective thing, thing. Isa alayhi salatu wassalam and his followers they were very powerless, helpless as uh, compared with this enemy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala what did this do? فَيَرْغَبُ نَبِيُّ اللَّهِ عِيْسَى وَأَصْحَابُهُ فَيُرْسِلُوا عَلَيْهِمُ النَّغَفَ فِي رِخَابِهِ It is upon the supplication of Isa and his followers that Allah sent this warm that we have uh, described so the Muslims will, uh, will benefit from their uh, uh, their arrows and their what you call this uh, nasham uh, spears and the uh, bows from their bows and arrows they will uh, ignite them for seven years ignite you see using uh, fires using these uh, arrows and bows for seven years as Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has told us now the situation in, in, on earth is very messy you have their ruin, their bad odor, their fat you see everywhere on the earth so uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will allow certain creatures birds that have that, uh, that are like the necks of the camels to come and uh, and take, you see, their remains and put them wherever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants it to put them then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will allow the sky to rain and it cleanses the whole of the earth and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said nothing will prevent this rain from reaching every place on earth till earth becomes like Zulfa. Zulfa is mirror so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala after this 
massive destruction for Ya'juj and Ma'juj will allow the rain to cleanse the whole of the earth till it becomes like the mirror. This is one of the signs of the uh, major signs of the hereafter the uh, appearance of Ya'juj and Ma'juj. Now after that we'll discuss the second sign. And uh, this second sign in our subject, of course, not in order, uh, the, the uh, second sign is Tulur al-Shamsi min Maghribah, the rise of the sun from the west. Now this is a change for the order uh, that the people are used to. They always use through history and through all the history of humanity the sun rises from the east and suddenly the sun rises from the west and this is so strong and so obvious of a sign that all the people will believe upon seeing and witnessing this sign but in a time when repentance does not benefit in a time when Repentance does not benefit because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran Allah says Allah says Do they wait then? Do they then wait for anything other than the angels should come to them or that the Lord uh, should come or that some of the signs of your love should come? On that day, that, that day, uh, no good. On that day when some of the signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will come, لا ينفع نفساً The iman of the people will not benefit them. Why? Because they did not, uh, they did not uh, repent before that, and uh, and the person who, is, who used to believe but uh, abandoned practice has not benefited from his iman. People before that have witnessed the the jab, and yet juj were not juj, and for people to witness all these signs and not believe, they will never believe. And this is a time when their belief or their repentance will not be accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is mentioned in many uh, yani, uh, hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And I'll mention one of these hadith. Uh, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, In al-tawbati baban arda ma bayna misra'ihi ma bayna al-mashriki arda ma bayna misra'ihi ما بين المشرق والمغرب لا يغلق حتى تطلع الشمس من مغربها. For Tawbah there is a gate as wide as the distance that is between the east and the west. It will never be closed till the sun rises from the west. So and from now on يعني the the situation will be different. And you would, we would see more supernatural phenomena. This is very supernatural phenomena when the sun rises from the uh, west. The people have witnessed on earth 
another super uh, natural phenomenon that is the Dajjal. But it was on earth, nothing in the uh, sky had changed. The sun still rises from uh, the, the uh, east and so on and so forth. But when they see this, it will be so obvious of a sign that all of them will believe. But it is too late to uh, uh, repent. And when we talk about the sun rises from uh, the, the west, somebody may ask, uh, how come? Okay, can Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it rises from the east, uh, from the west? Yes, He is the Creator. He is the one who created, you see, the sun, the moon, the stars, and everything. And we know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has told us that every one of these creatures, every uh, being in the heavens or on earth, is a servant of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and glorifies and praises Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah says in the Quran, أَلَمْ تَرَ أَنَّ اللَّهَ يَسْجُدُ لَهُ مَنْ فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ وَمَنْ فِي الْأَرْضِ وَالشَّمْسُ وَالْقَمَرُ وَالنُّجُومُ وَالْجِبَالُ وَالشَّجُرُ وَالدَّوَابُ وَكَثِيرٌ مِّنَ النَّاسِ Don't you see that all that is in, in heavens and on earth and the sun and the moon and the stars and the mountains and the trees and the beasts they glorify Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in another place تُسَبِّحُ لَهُ السَّمَاوَاتُ السَّبْعُ وَالْأَرْضُ وَمَنْ فِيهِنْ وَإِنْ مِنْ شَيْءٍ إِلَّا يُسَبِّحُ بِحَمْدِهِ وَلَكِنْ لَا تَفْقَهُونَ تَسْبِيحَهُمْ The seven heavens, the seven heavens and the earth and all that is in them glorify Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and praises Him وَلَكِنْ لَا تَفْقَهُونَ تَسْبِيحَهُمْ But you fail to grasp or understand their way of glorification. So when Allah commands the sun to do something, it doesn't. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commands the moon to do something, it, uh, it doesn't. And all of these creatures and everything in this universe glorifies Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We have, uh, unfortunately, uh, very limited time. This is why I, I, I move to the third sign, which is among the major signs, and that is uh, the beast. The beast, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned the beast uh, in the Quran, and this is in Surah An-Naml. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَإِذَا وَقْعَ الْقَوْلُ عَلَيْهِمْ أخرجنا لهم دابة من الأرض تكلمهم أن الناس كانوا بآياتنا لا يقنون. When the word that is of torment is fulfilled against them, we shall bring out from the earth a beast that speaks to them, a beast that speaks to them, saying that the people were not believing in the signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or not did not have certainty about the signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so this is a special creature that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created that talks to people and it is as I said mentioned in the Quran and also it marks the people on their noses that this is a believer, this is not a believer. 
this is a believer, this is not a... And uh, uh, it marks them, so the believers will be distinct, uh, distinct from the uh, non-believers. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said in the hadith which is recorded by Imam Muslim and uh, narrated by Abu Huraira radiyallahu anhu ثَلَاثٌ إِذَا خَرَجْنَا لَا يَنْفَعُ نَفْسًا إِيمَانُهَا لَمْ تَكُنْ آمَنَتْ مِنْ قَبْلُ وَأَكَسَبَتْ فِي إِيمَانِهَا خَيْرًا طُلُوعُ الشَّمْسِ مِنْ مَغْرِبِهَا وَالْدِجَّالُ وَدَابَّةُ الْأَرْضِ Three signs if they appear to people then Iman will not benefit the person if the person is not a believer his, and he believes upon seeing these signs he, his Iman will not be accepted uh, from him or her and these are the rise of the sun from the west and the Dajjal and the Battle of the beast of the earth now uh, the question is, we know about Tulu' al-Shams min Maghribi because most probably they are, as I say, the twin signs. They come on the same day according to the most of the scholars and uh, according to the saying of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that as soon as one of them uh, uh, is, uh, uh, is apparent, the second one immediately comes after that. And we know about this, but what about the Dajjal? And the scholar said about the Dajjal that the person after seeing Isa ibn Maryam and seeing Dajjal and still does not believe when these signs come after that his Iman will not be accepted uh, from him. And uh, the Prophet said, and this is the hadith that is uh, recorded by Imam Ahmad and Al-Bukhari in At-Tariq that تخرج الدابة فتسم الناس على خراطينهم ثم يعمرنا فيكم حتى يشتري الرجل الدابة فيقال ممن اشتريت فيقول من الرجل المخطط that the beast will come and mark the people on their noses and the people live after that then uh, years later after that a person will ask a person from whom you bought this thing and he said from the marked person marked so the mark will remain on uh, the people what is the uh, description of this mark we don't know do we believe in it yes because we believe in al ghayb we believe in uh, whatever allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned in his book and whatever Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has mentioned in his sunnah. Now we'll talk about a, yani the fourth uh, ayah which is one of the major signs and it is uh, the smoke. And again the smoke is one of the major signs and it is included in the hadith that I have mentioned, uh, mentioned uh, in the beginning of this lecture. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned this Dukhan in the Quran and there is a surah uh, named after the, the same uh, sign, a Dukhan. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَارْتَقِبْ يَوْمَ تَأْتِ السَّمَاءُ بِدُخَانٍ مُّبِينٍ يَغْشَ النَّاسَ هَذَا عَذَابٌ أَلِيمٌ رَبَّنَا كْشِفْ عَنَّا الْعَذَابَ إِنَّا مُؤْمِنُونَ 
أنى لهم الذكرى وقد جاءهم رسول مبين ثم تولوا عنه وقالوا معلم مجنون إنا كاشف العذاب قليلا إنكم عائدون فارتقب يوم تأتي السماء بدخان مبين then wait you for the day when the sky will bring forth a visible a very very visible smoke يغشى الناس هذا عذاب أليم covering or overwhelming people this is a painful torment that is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then the people shall cry saying رَبَّنَا اكْشِفْ عَنَّا الْعَذَابَ إِنَّا مُؤْمِنُونَ O our Lord remove the torment from us really we shall become believers أَنَّا لَهُمُ الذِّكْرَ وَقَدْ جَاءَهُمْ رَسُولٌ مُبِينٌ how can there be for them an admonition when a messenger with clear signs it came to them ثم تولوا عنه then they turned away from him وقالوا معلم مجنون and he said, they said he is a person who is taught that's from other people meaning the knowledge he has is not a revelation مجنون means a mad man uh, and the ayat goes on so this is an ayah or a sign that is mentioned in the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and there is a difference uh, the, the, one of the companions of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam who is Abdullah ibn Mas'ud used to believe that this sign has already appeared in the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and there are some evidence or he is basing his opinion on some evidence and the fact that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has supplicated to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to uh, punish Quraysh after years of rejecting his da'wah Allah Azza wa Jal has uh, prayed to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to, uh, to, uh, to inflict them or subject them to, uh, to a famine and Allah accepted the prayer of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and these people were uh, so hungry that they start seeing out of their hunger and out of their thirst what looks like smoke between the heavens and the earth now this is debasing uh, and this is something authentic but the scholars said and this is the opinion of other companions of the Prophet وسلم, that there is two types of smoke in a form of punishment one which is Ibn Mas'ud is talking about and you see the other one which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned in the Quran because in the Quran it says Wait till a day when the sky will bring a dukhan, a smoke that mubin. Mubin means very, very visible. So it is not a matter of illusion or something that has resulted from lack of food and drink and these things. And there are, you see, other uh, evidences which shows the uh, truthfulness of this uh, uh, of this uh, opinion so the ayat are very clear that uh, that the Dukhan has not come and also Rasulullah has mentioned this Dukhan among the major signs telling who telling his companions and also uh, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned a very good and a very important hadith that must benefit us uh, which shows that the Dukhan uh, is still to come and it is one of the major signs 
Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and the hadith is narrated by whom by Abu Hurairah radhiyallahu anhu and Abu Hurairah was uh, became a muslim uh, 3 years from the death of the prophet sallallahu in Medina so he did not witness the Meccan period and he narrates from him that he said badiru bil a'mal sitta tulu'a ash-shams min maghribiha wad-dukhan وَدَابَّةَ الْأَرْضِ وَالْدَجَّالِ وَخُوَيْصَةَ أَحَدِكُمْ وَأَمْرَ الْعَمَّةِ That بَابِرُ بِالْأَعْمَالِ means hasten in doing righteous work before six major signs appear. بَابِرُ بِالْأَعْمَالِ is precede these signs by engaging in righteous deeds so that whenever you witness these signs you be immune, you be protected and shielded from, you see, the fitna and subjected to uh, uh, the fitna of these signs. The rise of the sun from the uh, east, uh, from the west, and Ad-Dukhan. Who is saying this? Abu Hurairah. And Rasulullah sallallahu addressing whom? The Muslims. That which Ibn Mas'ud said relate to the kuffar of Makkah and Quraysh. So this is certainly something different than what, is what Ibn Mas'ud radiyallahu anhu is saying. وَالْدُخَانْ وَدَابَّةَ الْأَرْضِ and the beasts of the earth and the dajjal وَخُوَيْسَةَ أَحَدِكُمْ your own death وَأَمْرَ الْعَمَّ the day of resurrection. So this is uh, from the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So in summary we say that the smoke is two smokes. One uh, took place in the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as a punishment for Quraysh in responding to the supplication of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam against them for their rejection of his da'wah and the second one is one of the major signs of the year after that is going to uh, take place very clear, uh, close to the, uh, to the uh, uh, last day or last hour and we move so three major signs that is the sinking of the earth Rasulullah sallallahu mentioned among the major signs of the hereafter three sinking of the earth and when the earth sink it swallows whatever on its surface, surface and this is uh, sometimes it is uh, a, 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 or a sort or a form of punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and these, uh, uh, yeah, these signs are simple and plain. What Rasulullah Sallallahu said, one will take place in the east, one on the west, in the west, and one on the uh, in the Arabian Peninsula. And uh, as I said, there is uh, a lot to be talked about this type of punishment and and how Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala punish these people by uh, some people by. Uh, allowing the earth to swallow them but inshallah because of the limitation of the time we will not be able to do that uh, the sixth uh, sign that I'm going to mention today is uh, the fire and this is among the last of the signs this fire gather the people to the place of their gathering so that they will be on one place when 
the trumpet is blown for everybody to die okay so this fire well, uh, uh, yani there is a hadith in Bukhari and Muslim mentions this fire uh, Imam Bukhari and Imam Muslim recorded that Abu Hurairah radiallahu anhu said يحشب الناس على ثلاث طرائق راهبين وراهبين وإثنان على بعير وثلاث على بعير وأربع على بعير وعشر على بعير ويحشر بقيتهم النار ويحشر بقيتهم النار تقيل معهم حيث قالوا وتليت معهم حيث باتوا وتصبح معهم حيث أصبحوا وتمسي معهم حيث أمسوا That people will be will be gathered to their place of gathering and that is in the sham sham according to the islamic term includes syria lebanon iraq and uh, uh, i'm sorry uh, palestine and jordan that people are going to be gathered there for uh, the day of resurrection and rasulullah is telling us that the fire which uh, starts from some place in Yemen will gather people but some people will uh, yani people will be of three uh, groups a group will hurry in heading towards that place and a group will come on two, two on one camel and three on one camel and four on one camel till Rasulullah said ten on one camel and the rest of them, the third group, are going to be dragged or driven by the fire. Literally driven by the fire. In a sense that they walk and when they are tired to sleep, they sleep and it stays waiting for them to wake up. When they wake up, it drives them to their place of gathering. So some people, uh, Rasulullah described the first people, Rahibin and Rahibin. Rahibin uh, they want to yani, hopeful that that place is going to be free from tribulation so they head toward that direction and Rahibin uh, out of fear from the fire they will head towards the place of their gathering and the more the people uh, wait the more difficult for them to be transported or to go to, to travel to the uh, Sham or the place and some people will, will, will be so late that there will be nothing for them to ride and they will walk and will, uh, the, the, the fire will walk with them or go with them so Rasulullah said whenever this, they sleep and they, uh, it stays and waits for them and all of these things you see are shows that, that there is something different okay there's something that is supernatural that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by his power and ability create and for the Muslims we believe that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created the whole world and the whole universe and whenever he wants something he says be and it is so there is nothing that uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has uh, the power to do everything uh, now it's important to know that the day of resurrection and the blow of trumpet, the first blow of trumpet, will be upon evil people. And the believers, the Muslims, will never witness 
this uh, uh, the, the first blow of the trumpet and uh, they will not, never witness the day of resurrection and Rasulullah that the day of resurrection will take place upon the most evil of uh, the people now the question is what happens to the believers and uh, the answer is in the saying of Rasulullah which is recorded by Imam Muslim and Al-Hakim from the narration of Abu Huraira radiallahu anhu inna Allah ta'ala yab'atu rihan min al-yaman al-yana min al-harir fala tada'u ahadan fi qalbihi mithqalu habbatin min iman illa qababatuh that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will send a very gentle wind that will take the soul of from Yemen that will take the soul of every believer every believer even the one who has the equivalent, uh, equivalent of an item weight of Iman so it will take all the believers no matter how weak their Iman is and there is another hadith in which Rasulullah described that wherever they are, this wind will reach them. Rasulullah said, and this is also in Sahih Muslim, Even if the person hides in a cave in a mountain, this wind will reach him and will take his soul away and this soul, this wind is described also in Sahih Muslim ثُمَّ يَبْعَثُ اللَّهُ رِيحًا كَرِيحِ الْمِسْكِ مَسُّهَا مَسُّ الْحَرِيرِ فَلَا تَتْرُكُ نَفْسًا فِي قَلْبِهِ مِثْقَالُ حَبَّةٍ مِنْ إِمَانِ إِلَّا قَبَضَتْهُ Allah will send a very very gentle wind that has the smell of musk and it touches the person as it feels like silk it feels like silk that leaves no believer in his heart an item weight of Iman but it takes his soul away so this is part of the description of uh, that that wind now after the, uh, this wind takes all the believers there is still Kaaba and the Kaaba is the symbol of the Wahid La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah so the, the hatred that is in these believers against this Kaaba uh, La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah will drive them to go to the Kaaba to destroy it and the person who will destroy it is from uh, Rasulullah called him Zusuwaytitain and he is from Al-Habasha, Abyssin and uh, he will go and he will destroy it one brick by one brick and this is and he will take away its treasure because there is a huge treasure that is hidden in the Kaab so this treasure will be taken or will be stolen by that person from uh, Abyssinia and the Kaaba will be destroyed will be destroyed this is you see the last thing that I wanted to address in, at this point 
we could go in a lot more details, but yani, every one of these requires one lecture. Every one of these signs requires one lecture. And in the conclusion, I would like to to uh, uh, summarize, inshallah, the, uh, uh, the, the major signs are the Hijjal, and we are going to address this in details, and also uh, the descent of Isa alayhi salatu wassalam and the rise of the sun from the west and the beast uh, of the earth which talks to people and marks people and distinguish the Muslims from non-Muslims and the Dukhan and the three major earth things uh, which yani, uh, swallow whatever on the surface of the earth and at the end of this is a fire that comes from Yemen that gather their people the, the people of the earth to uh, uh, to uh, Sham, which what we call now Lebanon, Syria, Palestine and Jordan and uh, after that uh, there is something special about these sites as I said that they come immediately after each other immediately after each other like the beads how they fall from a broken necklace how the beads come okay when they, they are connected with a string and this string is uh, cut off they come immediately after each other and uh, the most important thing for the person is to be equipped by the true knowledge and by the righteous deeds so that he be immune from deviating and from straying away after seeing these supernatural something that is yani, unique uh, uh, signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by this I conclude and say subhanahu wa alhamdulillah ashadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayhi